Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Hidden Gems Podcast. I haven't been on in a while, so really it's like, welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast. I am Kendra, and I am your host, and it is so good to be back in the place after being gone for so long. So I guess we should just get straight into it. My main goal for this episode is to just kind of talk about everything that's been going on in my life since my last episode, which I was not expecting to be like the season finale, but it was, and it pretty much aligned perfectly to where I was like mentally and physically and everything. I felt like that episode was like a complete mess. And funny thing is I went on my little stats the other day and looked at the stats and that was my highest ranking episode which was crazy because I honestly felt like I was a mess my life was a mess um things were just getting out of control and I was really having to learn to roll with the punches for real for real um but that episode did really well so I guess maybe it's because I was being a little vulnerable uh not knowingly but I was and um it worked out for the best. So in this episode, I guess I'll reintroduce myself. I am Kendra. I am a small business owner. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a friend. I am a sister. I am all the things. Um, But most importantly, I am learning and growing and With growth, um, there's always going to be an aspect of challenges to it. And those are the things that we're going to talk about today. So if you're hearing my voice now, um, you can tell that I'm like sounding congested. So let me just go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, which is COVID. Um, Last week, I had COVID, which was crazy. Um, because it's crazy and I say it's crazy because I'm fully vaccinated. All my friends who know me know that I have been a huge advocate for getting vaccinated and following like your health and safety protocols as much as you can during this time. Like I'm not an asshole with it. Like I'm not like, uh, but like now that I got COVID, I kind of want to be an asshole with it. Like I need to know who all over there before I come. Are they vaccinated? Have they had a negative COVID test? If you can't answer any of those questions for me, I don't know if I can come because I do not want to get COVID again. I'm not even playing because this is my first time getting COVID throughout the whole pandemic and which is what we're going on like two years on going into the third year because it is now 2022. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, But I don't want it again, so if you invite me over to hang out or whatever, um, and I start asking questions like, oh, is such and such vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? Who all going to be there? Like, just if you can answer the questions for me, I really appreciate it. You don't have to get me um, because I just don't want to get COVID again. It's very hard (laughs) to be a mom and have COVID because especially with a three-year-old and a four-year-old, because uh, they don't know how to stay away from you when you're supposed to be quarantining. My kids were in my face the whole time, so I just can't go through that again. Um, and then I still had to do things because, you know, my, well, most of y'all know who've been here for a while, my husband is a firefighter, so there are some days where he's just not here. 
And by the time I had found out I actually had COVID, I already had been symptomatic for three days and um, my kids were with me, so I couldn't send them to their grandparents' house or anybody's house. So they had to stay with me the whole time we were quarantining. We quarantined for 10 days and then we got tested on like day, it was day 11 when we got tested um, again. So we're all good now, but just understand, COVID is very real, and it can touch you, okay? It can touch anybody. (laughs) But back to the other matters at hand. So firstly, I want to talk about the title of this episode. I was going to title this episode Sugar to Shit because I just felt like everything in my life before this episode had been going from sugar to shit (laughs) very quickly and I had no control over it and when I'm going through shit I'm just not the person who can just be like telling you as I go I cannot narrate that story as I go I have to go through the shit and then I can tell you about it later um uh I talk to my therapist all the time obviously (laughs) but um we talk about what happens when your brain is in panic mode so she does this really great explanation she makes her hand into a fist and she talks about the front of your brain being your prefrontal cortex and she talks about how when you're in panic mode your prefrontal cortex completely shuts off so when I'm in panic mode I just I can't talk about what I'm going through because I get in panic mode and I try and figure everything out in that moment. And what she has talked to me about, what we have talked about in our sessions have definitely been help has definitely been helpful for me because she's told me like when your prefrontal cortex is shut off, Kendra, you're not gonna be able to figure it out. But what you can do is work on how to ground yourself to get to a place where you can breathe easier and kind of get through it. So we work on a lot of grounding activities. I love doing the five, four, three, two, one method in that. For those of you who don't know, it's like you name five things you can, is it five things you can see first? Anyways, it's basically your five senses. We'll say it's five things you can see, four things you can hear, uh, two things you can taste, or three things you can taste, two things you can smell, and one thing you can touch. Or something like that. I think it's five things you can touch first. Because there's usually more things that I can touch around me in those when I'm doing the exercise than there are that I can like taste. Usually there's only like one or two things around me that I can taste, so I usually save taste for last. But uh that is one of my favorite things to do when I'm starting to feel myself get very anxious, get very like riled up. My prefrontal cortex is about to shut off and all everything's about to go to shit for me. <laughs> so that's something that I've been working on um, doing, and it's so great. It's such a great exercise because it's something that I actually do with my kids. They think it's a game, but it's not a game. It's very much like I need this, and I think you need this right now because sometimes when my four-year-old is just getting riled up in the car about something that I feel like isn't a big deal, I try to validate his feelings and just be like, okay, I understand why you're feeling that way, but – let's play a game and he'll he likes to play the game and it's so great because one day I was having like a mini anxiety attack that is something else that I have found out that I have while my life has been going from sugar to shit I (laughs) 
have found out that I um, have some anxiety and I have had two, three, I had three big anxiety attacks since September and I have had a couple little mini ones. Uh, and, and I call them mini anxiety attacks because it's like the leg shaking and like the twirling in my hair and the little things that people wouldn't really, uh, I guess, recognize as me being anxious or me maybe having an anxiety attack. But I definitely have had three big ones, hyperventilation included in all of them. And um, I didn't, I never realized before in my life that that was anxiety, like that that was happening to me so um yeah I have been going through that and it's very it takes sometimes it takes like a couple days to kind of bounce back from having that happen to you um and I know some of you are probably like why is she so anxious what's happening (laughs) uh so I'll start with I switched jobs. I got a new job in July. So I left the job that I had been at for 14 years, left them, came into a new job. Um, And in my new job, it was great. I was happy at the school that I was at. Um, And then I, something totally unexpected happened. Um, I got displaced and I got sent to another school. Um, And the school that I am currently at is not a school that I would have ever um, applied for. (laughs) Uh, But I'm there and I'm making it work and I'm learning a lot. And um, but it has caused me to have a lot of anxiety, a lot more anxiety than I have ever had in my life before. Mainly because it's just like. I, I never thought that that would happen to me, and I never, I, I just didn't, I just really didn't think that would happen to me. I don't think anything would have prepared me to be jerked out of a place that I was, like, feeling completely at home in and feeling really happy there and, like, I could thrive and, like, I could do anything that I wanted to put my mind to. Um, to a place where I didn't feel any of that and um, every day sometimes feels like a struggle and then on top of that I moved out of my mom's old house so we were living in my mom my mom had two houses but you know right now the market's really good for sellers so she sold the house um, and we moved out of there we moved into our in-laws house and the goal was to be at our in-laws house for the rest of the school year um, just to save money so we could put money down in the house. And then that didn't work out. And we ended up having to move out of our in-laws house um, and move to an apartment. And it's so funny because my friends, <laughs> my poor friends, they're all just like, wait, you just moved. And I'm like, yeah, and I moved again. And they're like, but wait, why didn't you tell me? And I'm just kind of like, in my head, I'm like, I just can't talk to people about things when I'm having to go through things because I felt like I was having to do so much. Like, I was so overwhelmed. I had so many things that I had to do. I had to go hunt for an apartment. I had to make sure we had the money together for the deposit. I had to, all of this, like, all these things are going down while I'm toting my kids around 
in the back of my car, like I'm having to feed them. I'm having to talk to them. I'm on the phone. I'm hanging the phone up. I'm text messaging. I'm doing all this other stuff. And in the back of my mind, the very back of my mind, I'm still thinking about this fucking podcast. And I'm like, damn, I was supposed to put out like two more episodes before the end of the year. I had a guest lined up. My well, she's my longtime tattoo artist, Cake. I had her lined up to be on the show and I couldn't even get it together to like get her on the show because I couldn't even record an episode because I was so just overwhelmed with life. And um, luckily for me, she is so uh, Cake is so just graceful and forgiving and she understands what what people go through and she's not like somebody who's gonna hold that over my head but still I was just I felt like (laughs) literally like things were going from sugar to shit so I got through all of that um we got moved into our apartment I'm still at that other school but (laughs) I just kind of have to ride that out until the end of the school so that's where I am and right now I am in a place where I feel a lot happier and I feel a lot more at ease because I understand that things are going to happen and I'm not always going to be able to control the the things around me. And the main thing that I have realized in my realization of my anxiety is that I might be a little bit of a control freak, but I just never realized it before because I don't think like, I'm a control freak in the way that you would think. But I do need things. I'm very much a creature of habit. I need things to do. I need things in my life that are going to be the same. And that is something that I was over the last five months. That is something that was not happening for me. And so for me, that caused anxiety. And I'm so glad that I was already starting therapy before a lot of these things have started happening. Um, but I'm so thankful to my therapist for sitting there. I feel like, cause I would feel like sometimes I would talk about some of the same stuff over and over in therapy. And it would be hard for me, uh, like to have, like I have a set date and time for therapy. I was on her books every Monday at three. Um, and it would be hard for me. Like if she would have to reschedule, I would be like, ah, you got to reschedule. She was like, yeah, but I can, we can do it on Tuesday. It doesn't have to be Monday. And like, sometimes for me, I would have to skip that whole week to go to Monday. So that's just to give you like a peek inside of my brain of what I mean. Like I'm a control freak. Like it has to be, things have to be the same for me, but I'm still working on that. I'm a work in progress. Another thing that I kind of fell off of doing was my Toastmasters classes, and I really love my Toastmasters class. I can hop on it any time, but I just have to to remember to get up and do that. So that's how I am. Mental health is very important. In my last episode of season two, that's what I was talking about was mental health. And here we are again, first day of January 2022, and I'm talking to you about mental health again. So... I think that is very important to understand that mental health should be your focus at all points in time because when your mental health deteriorates, sometimes it can spill over into every other little piece of your life and 
that's not something you really want to happen. So, because for me, I was struggling mentally, so I was struggling physically as well. I was not exercising like I normally do. Um, I wasn't, I won't say I was eating bad. I wasn't eating bad, but I just definitely wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing any of that. So, like, another thing, another grounding thing is to go for walks. So, <laughs> um, sometimes all my mental health baddies out there, you know, sometimes you just have to go to on a walk for your mental health, even if you don't feel like it. Uh, it takes a lot of coaching. You have to coach yourself up sometimes to just be like, okay, I feel myself getting anxious. I feel myself feeling depressed. Let me get up and go walk somewhere. And for me, walking is something that's sometimes easier to do than necessarily go hitting the gym because I always have my kids with me. So I can take them, put them in the wagon, and just we're going walking. We're walking. So before I move on to the next thing, I just want to say my last little piece about mental health is just it is important. And therapy won't hurt anybody. Most of the times you'll figure out things in therapy about yourself that you would not have necessarily figured out on your own or it would have taken you longer. Sometimes therapy is great because it expedites that process and it helps you to kind of get your mind right, like literally, so that you can go on and do what you need to do and do what needs to be done. Uh, I don't know where I would be if I had not had therapy over these last few months. So the next thing I also want to talk about is the importance of taking breaks. I took a break. I took a long break from the podcast. I took a break from audiobooks. I took a break from waist beads. I took a break from just doing any kind of creative stuff, which is wild for me because that is something that I have identified with for so long and has really been a part of who I am at my core and a person. Um, and I just had to take a break. I had to take a break from all of that so that I could focus on getting my mind right. I couldn't, I could not create. I had the hardest time trying to finish just one strand of waist beads that I still haven't finished to this day. I still did not finish that strand to this day. I started it back in July, and I still haven't finished it. I don't even have it anymore. <laughs> like, that's the crazy thing. I don't even have it anymore. But I could not get it done. Um, I think that I just started feeling the weight of the world, you know, coming down on me. And for some reason, I could not focus. And I thought I had ADHD. I thought I had ADHD, and that's really why I went to therapy. Because I, I could not complete any task. Like, I was having the hardest time completing simple tasks, like things at work where I was, like, having to file papers. I knew I needed to file papers, but my procrastination had reached a level that it had never reached before in my life. And I could not, I could not finish tasks. I could not complete anything. So I was like, maybe, you know, maybe I have ADD or ADHD or something. So, um actually did like a whole evaluation I got recommended for therapy and lo and behold we found out it was anxiety but a really cool thing that I learned about procrastination from my therapist was also that it's not necessarily procrastination but it's avoidance 
And the thing is, when you feel like you're procrastinating, sometimes you have to figure out what, why you're avoiding that. What feelings does that task make you feel that you're trying to avoid having? Because I had to figure out what feelings I was trying to avoid having. And when she said that to me in therapy, it really opened my eyes because I was like, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that I'm not doing that, not because I'm procrastinating or because I'm lazy, but because I'm avoiding it. And there's some feeling attached to completing that task that I'm avoiding. And like, she was like, yeah. And I just thought about it and thought about it. And she was right. So now anytime I feel myself procrastinating, I'm just like, oh, my God, what am I avoiding? I'm avoiding, like, sitting down and doing this work, but why? Because I don't want to feel like I have to do work. Or I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to feel bored. I don't want to feel annoyed. I don't want to feel this. And then just getting down to the bottom of why you're feeling the feelings that you're feeling, that is a wild ride. But it's a ride that is totally worth it because it will help you out so much in the long run. Working on my mental health for these last couple months has been so beneficial to me as a mother, um, as a wife, and just as a person in general. I, I have been able to clear stuff, get work done. I've been able to think around things that I haven't been able to think around in a long time. Uh, and the biggest accomplishment of it all is that I've been able to bring myself back to this podcast because for a minute I thought about just leaving it where it was and not doing anything with it uh, after that last episode. So it, I have been so thankful for the ability to really just be able to work on my mental health and like even just being able to recognize that, Hey, I think I need to seek the help of a, of a professional right now because me trying to do this shit by myself is not working out. So I'm thankful to you guys too, um, for kind of being here with me on this ride. Definitely thankful to my friend, Daniel Levy. Um, <laughs> we had a talk like months ago about, me being consistent with the podcast, but I just, after our talk, I felt very motivated, but I just wasn't there yet to be able to actually sit down and record an episode. And I just, I still had a lot of shit going on, Um, but I'm back now and I'm here and I'm going to make the best of it. So thanks for being on this ride with me, friends. And I really appreciate everybody who has still been streaming or even still asking me about the podcast um and waiting for me to come back with a new episode y'all are awesome i know i'm not the only person who feels like this but i definitely feel like the last couple years um of life have been about learning lessons and character development, and all of that shit, and if you're into astrology, for those of us with a lot of Capricorn placements, we have been going through shit 
<laughs> uh, I am an Aquarius sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Leo rising. But my Venus, my Mercury, my Uranus, my Saturn, I think they're all in Capricorn. Uh, so I have what is called a stellium where I have all those planets in there. Listen, it's been going, I've been going through shit, but the shit that I have learned, the, the biggest takeaway from all of this has been learning to love myself in every stage of life, which has been a struggle for me. And like always, (laughs) always has been a struggle for me. Um, It's hard sometimes to love yourself through changes, especially like women. We're talking about physical changes. We're talking about mental changes. We're talking about just changes around you, things you can't control. Like, and I'll use becoming a mother as an example. Uh, Having kids is no easy feat. There are some women out here who can have kids and bounce back like that and be good back to their normal selves and not have any problems but there are some women like me who can have kids who can semi bounce back (laughs) and still be struggling like mentally and it doesn't necessarily have to be that you went through like postpartum depression some women do go through that and that's very real I personally don't feel like I went through postpartum depression but Um, I definitely did feel like, um, at one point I had like the mommy blues. Some people call it that. I, I don't know if that's even the same thing, but some people call it that. I definitely felt like I had like some mommy blues and it's mainly because like when you're pregnant, you're growing your baby and everybody's like, Oh, you're so cute. You look at your belly. It's the baby. After you have the baby, people just expect that belly to just go away and, (laughs) The weight that you gain to just go away and you have the baby and you just be back to your normal self. But it's not always like that. And it's because, and you guys know this, but having a kid is a huge fucking responsibility. Like, and for women, it's the responsibility of having a kid. If you're in a relationship, if you have a partner uh, or a husband or a wife or whatever, it's the responsibility of, showing up and being there for your kids, showing up and being there for your partner, fucking if you have to work, showing up and (laughs) being there for your job, and don't fool around and have a job where you actually have to, like, manage other people or be a teacher, wink, wink, because then you have to show up for all of those other people involved also. So it's a lot of giving and giving and giving, and sometimes – at the end of the day, after all of that giving, you forget about yourself. And I'm not talking about, like, (laughs) giving to yourself by, like, going to get your nails done or going to get your hair done, because sometimes that is not enough. And I think that's something people don't talk about. Like, people be like, oh, well, just go get your nails done, go get your hair done, you'll feel better. Or go for a walk, you'll feel better. Or you need to go to the gym, you need to start back exercising more, you'll feel better. It doesn't always work like that. (laughs) Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it does not always work like that. And sometimes when you are in the midst of dealing with anxiety and depression or 
just like feeling very down and very sad. When people say shit to you like, <laughs> oh, you just need to get outside, that sounds like complete and total bullshit. And it's annoying and it makes people feel invalidated because sometimes when you're experiencing feelings that are so deep that you can't describe to other people around you because everybody expects you to be so strong or expects you to be able to really carry the weight of the world on your shoulders and still look like a bad bitch, like, for somebody to be like, you just need to exercise more, that sounds like bullshit. And it really (laughs) is annoying. And it's insensitive. So, with that being said, you really have to learn to love yourself through those stages and that is difficult because you already feel like shit you already feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders which it is most of the time and having to look yourself in the mirror sometimes and be like you know what girl I know you're going through it but I love you (laughs) it's very difficult it's it's very challenging and that is something that I realized in 2021 that I had to learn how to do. And now, first day of 2022, I'm like, no, you're going to do it. Like, there's no more learning. You're going to do it. When I last talked to my therapist, one of the things we talked about was how, because she's leaving her practice, she's leaving the practice that I'm with. And I am not leaving with her only because... Uh, I finally found a practice that (laughs) takes my insurance so I don't have to pay a whole lot of money every session. Um, She's leaving and going to another practice that does not take my insurance, and I would be paying a lot uh, per session. I just cannot do that. So we we were talking about what I'm going to be doing in between time while they're waiting to match me with another therapist, which could take like two to three months. Um, and you know, I was telling her, yeah, you know, I'll keep doing the grounding techniques. I'll keep making sure I do walks. If I need to do walks, uh, I'll get back on my workout regimen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, um, she was like, so what are you going to do when you don't feel like doing that? And I was just like, oh, (laughs) and all I could say is I'm going to try. I, I have to try a little bit and that's how it is with learning to love yourself, you have to try a little bit. You have to do a little bit. Like, I would do the bare minimum just so that I can't sit there and be like, I didn't even try. I will literally, if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I want to do the five, or I don't, if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I really want to, like, soak in those feelings, I really want to be in those feelings, I will, and I don't want to do my five, four, three, two, one, or I don't want to get up and go walk, or I don't want to do any of the other grounding techniques that we talked about. I will literally have to parent myself and be like, Kendra, you have to do this five, four, three, two, one, because if you don't, you will have an anxiety attack. So please save us all the anxiety attack and do it. At least just do the five. Do the five, you don't have to do the four, you don't have to do the three, you don't have to do the two, you don't have to do the one, but do the five. And that that is like literally what I have to tell myself. I will do the bare minimum just so that I can do it. And usually I end up doing it all. 
So learning to love yourself is a lot like that. Learning to love yourself through these phases is a lot like that. You might not want to get up every morning and tell yourself, I'm a bad bitch, I'm going to do this, I'm successful, I'm smart, I'm strong. It's nothing that can get in my way or nothing that can stop me from doing what I want to do. You might not want to do that every day. But at least to love yourself, you need to get up and you need to tell yourself at least, I love you. <laughs> like, I love me. You might not have your whole mantra every morning. Every morning might not be the whole I'm smart, strong, kind <laughs> mantra in a mirror. But the least you could do for you is to tell yourself that you love yourself because you have to love yourself. Other people will love you because you love you. And then some people will love you even when you don't feel like you love yourself. There are just some people out here who are like that, some people that will be in your life that are like that. And there is nothing wrong with that. But what does that mean to you if you don't love you? What is it going to mean to you that somebody else loves you if you don't feel like you love you? So, like, those are things, like, that I think about. Because I, I know my kids will love me unconditionally. But what will that mean to me if I don't love me? If I don't love me enough to get up and try my best and be the best version of myself every day, like, what does that mean? to my kids <laughs> I mean what does that mean to me that my kids love me if I'm not feeling like I love me it will probably make me feel depressed because I'm like god all these people around me feel this way about me but I just can't I can't get with me like I can't feel that way about me and that is why it is so important to love yourself in all the stages of life even the stages where you're like, damn, I'm getting on my nerves. Or damn, why I do this stupid shit again? Like, you still have to love yourself through that. Like, you still have to, another technique I did in therapy, I hug my, hugging myself, that was strange in the beginning. Um, but sometimes you do just have to hug yourself, and you have to say positive things to yourself while you're hugging yourself, out loud or in your head. Either one. Pick one anyone do it just do it um because it it's important it's literally life-changing uh so that is something that I have pledged to do in 2022 I will be loving myself unconditionally this whole year and I will not be letting me get in the way of me loving me. So recently on my Instagram, I announced that I will be adding a new segment to the show. This segment is going to be called Kicking It With Kendra. And it will be basically me taking a break from all the seriousness of whatever I'm talking about. And uh, just kind of answering questions from you guys. So all you have to do to get your question or I could be answering questions or reading, like, stories. And they don't have to be, like, your personal, like, uh, short fiction stories that you wrote. Um, it can literally be, like, maybe, like, you had a funny experience at the grocery store and you want to write it down um, and get some laughs and you wanted to share it on my podcast if you wanted me to read it, I'll read it. Um, or if you had questions that you wanted to ask about anything, I will answer them to the best of my ability. 
Yeah, so I will answer your questions to the best of my ability. Um, they can be questions about anything. If I can answer them, I will. Um, what I'll do is, though, hopefully when y'all start sending me questions and stories, I'll have time to look at them before I record. So if it is something, like if you ask me questions about like NFTs or something like that, um, I would definitely have to do a little research before I answer those. But I am currently reading a book about NFTs and it is called, I'm going to tell you, I think it's like everything you need to know about NFTs or something like that. Also, speaking of books, I tried to read the that Jump book by Steve Harvey. Um, I could not really get behind it, but I think there were some pieces in there that were very uh, beneficial to some people. But for me personally, it wasn't that wasn't the one for me. I did read The Richest Man in Babylon. I thought that was good. And I did read The Alchemist because I, I was going on like a reading spree at one point during this um, whole time out. So I was reading all these books that were like highly recommended books that um, I had never read before. So I did start reading those. And of course, um, that was great. I do really enjoy a good audiobook. I also have the Poisonwood Bible queued up, ready to go, but I haven't started it. What is the name of that book? Okay, anyways, um, I'll screenshot it and put it on my on my Instagram so y'all can see. Oh, no, here it is. It's called the NFT Handbook, How to Create, Sell, and Buy Non-Fungible Tokens. It does a, this book does a really, really good job of explaining uh, what NFTs are. For those of you who are interested um, in getting into NFTs, I think it's a good little investment um, and getting into all the coins and stuff. <laughs> so... I highly suggest reading that book if you have any questions about that. But, yeah, so anytime you guys want to submit questions or stories to me uh, to be read on here, I will read it during Kicking It with Kendra because I think it would be interesting to have um, questions from you or stories from you uh, to be read and answered on the podcast. I'm definitely trying to spice things up in 2022 um oh another book i read was dune uh because i watched the movie and i was like okay i need to know what's going on dune the book was pretty good the narrators who did the audiobook that was a little strange because there were multiple voices uh but <laughs> the book itself was pretty good and then another book and i know we're not talking about books but i am Another book was um, that I started reading that I actually am still reading because it was it, it is a hard read, um, but it's called Stamped from the Beginning. And when I say it's a hard read, I mean uh, not like it's hard to read or that it's hard to get through because it's boring because it's very interesting. It's about um, black people uh, and basically the black not the black experience but how black people were written into history books by old white explorers and shit like that so i mean it is it is fuck it is eye opening and it is hard to hear how people would describe people of african descent just because they were different um 
and how they would demonize them and how they would just write these horrific things about them and do horrific things to them. Um, when in reality, there were also some explorers out there who were writing things that were completely contradicting these ter- terrible things that people were writing, but they were getting written off as like crazy or whatever. Anyways, so stamp from the beginning. That book is by Ibram X. Kennedy. Um, and it's the audiobook that I have is read by Christopher Dontretti Piper. It's a really good book. Highly, highly recommend. It is a hard read and it will make you frustrated. Um, for a couple of days so maybe read that one at home but anyways so that is where i am um uh, hopefully i start getting some questions for kicking it with kendra and i can read them to you guys on here and answer them i literally will answer any question you want to ask me uh even even sex and relationship questions i will answer uh, to the best of my ability or, uh, as, as I'll answer them. Okay. They'll get answered. So just keep that in mind. If you want to submit questions to kicking it with Kendra for the kicking it with Kendra segment, submit them to the real Kendra's treasures at gmail.com. And, um, just whatever the title of your story is or whatever, um, just put that in the title of the email. And I will um, read them uh, anonymously. They'll obviously be anonymous. Uh, even if you send them to me and I and I see your real name. I won't read your real name. It'll be anonymous. So just uh, let me know, you know. Hit me up in the email. Well, good people, before I go, I just want to say that this season I'm going to be bringing back some of your favorite guests. And I can tell they were your favorites because of the amount of streams that I had on those episodes. And we'll be just talking about life. I think that this podcast is really great because it's so versatile. And it started off as um, me, a small business owner in my journey. Uh, along the way and allowing other small business owners to come on and talk about their stories and their journeys. And I think that a part of small business ownership that people don't talk about a lot is taking breaks and things that happen in life that kind of put pauses on your business and your business plans and your goals. And I am here to talk you through that because that is something that I am going through currently. So stay tuned for more. This season is going to be a season like no other. Um, Thank you guys for hanging in there with me. And I look forward to giving y'all another great season. Don't forget, if you want to send me a random question or or a story or whatever, email it to therealkendrastreasures at gmail.com. It will be read anonymously, I promise. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at your host Kendra and that is it. Oh yeah. And I deleted my Facebook. I forgot to tell everybody about that, but most people already knew that already. I deleted my Facebook because the weight of the world was on my shoulders and I just started feeling like I had to post. I don't like feeling like I have to post. Like I feel, I was feeling like people were depending on me to post. I didn't like that feeling. So I deleted my Facebook. Um, I feel like Facebook brings a lot of expectations. People, 
it's a it's a place I feel like I hate to say where people go and flex, but it kind of is. So I deleted that. And I don't have a Facebook anymore, but I do have Instagram and Twitter. Oh, and I have a TikTok. But they're all at your host, Kendra. So if you're looking for me, you can find me there. Um, email me your questions and stories. I would love to read them. See you guys on the next episode.